This is a Bulldog Radio podcast. That was weird. No, I love that. I love that. Okay, whatever. At least we have the illustrious Brendan Sanders back. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, back from my sabbatical after my... uh, I I was not thinking what you were about to say. After... I took all of March Madness off after <laughs> after his after terrible first, prediction. After the first round. Exactly. After the first round. And I realized how much of a clown my takes are sometimes. But, you know, you got to make the bold prediction sometimes. And sometimes you got to go with flat. your team. Sometimes you get, you get it all the way, you know? And, yeah, and then sometimes you can be as way. far away from getting it all the way as possible. That was not a shameless plug on my success whatsoever because you know how humble I am. Oh, yeah. yeah. We will call you out, though, and say congratulations oh, on I getting the bracket correct. I appreciate that. It was down between me and you, and my team just did not show up to play whatsoever in that tournament. It was. That I mean, I will admit, I was a little scared coming in how Gonzaga was playing, especially in the first four rounds. So I think they put all their gas in that UCLA game, and it was just enough to get out of UCLA, and that's where the tide turned on that one. Yeah, it was definitely... Not the game I don't think America expected, especially ourselves, because, I mean, we were expecting 90-plus shootout type of game. Almost what UCLA was Mm -hmm. is what we expected in the national championship. But still, congrats to Baylor, though. They had a heck of a season, heck of a run, and a lot of people were doubting on them, and they proved them wrong. They just wanted it way more. Yeah, they did. They were really aggressive on both ends, and they got it done. So Yeah. Really cool to see, though. First natty. First natty. Brendan, where are we starting on the show? Good question. Good question. I mean, first off, yeah, I wanted to congratulate you guys for making it to the final and having, you know, your picks actually, you know, competing after a... Gentleman's handshake. After, you know, my team lost a school called Oral. That's great. To be fair, Oral Roberts, they go to the Sweet 16. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah. Oh, so good for them. You guys could have made a better run if you could have... If, you know, Dwayne Washington could have hit a single shot an entire dang game. The one thing I will say, like, Ohio State was a really good team. I was a little high on them coming into this tournament to make a run. The only thing that scared me was the fact that Dwayne Washington's volume was going to be, if he ever had a night where he was off... Who's going to make that step up? Because Liddell was a player that I really liked watching play. I think he was he's a stud. But like how they would respond if Washington's not getting every all the touches and now he's going to have to be off ball and other guys are going to have to score. And that's really what Oral, like Oral Roberts did is they, they kind of took advantage of him not being able to hit shots. So, I mean, it's crazy. And that's the funny thing. Like a good team can get knocked out by one one. One little slip up of a game. Uh, yeah, what March Madness is all a, about. Yeah, especially when you're wide open as time expiring and you're just gonna miss <laughs> miss a shot I could make. I will say the girls tournament was just as good though. Oh yeah, they were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I believe Stanford won theirs. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, um, Stanford versus uh, Arizona. Yeah, Stanford. Stanford. Yeah. Yep. Stanford. That, was a, that was an interesting game too. Yeah. Looked like it was all Stanford, and then Arizona clawed their way back. Mm-hmm. So, but very, very, very um, interesting tournaments, especially how they ended up. Oh, one hundred percent. Definitely some we expected, and some we did not. So it was. It's fun. It's March of Madness. That's what it's all about. But yeah. um, embrace the chaos. Embrace the chaos. We have like two weeks of stuff to talk about. Oh, we've got a bunch of stuff. All sorts of fun stuff. 
Yeah, where do we start? Um, I Let's think see. Brendan's trying well, to figure that out. Yeah, first off, obviously, if you haven't noticed already, the three there's only three people in here today. Oh, yeah. Brendan Sanders, totally forgot about Brandon him. Worth, Austin Arquette. Hi. Yep, hello. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> missing is Brody. I think he died in an avalanche or something. Yeah, I think that was what the the reports came out. Yeah, he actually reported his own his own death. His own yeah. yeah. Per so, Brody Kaiser died an avalanche. Yep. Day of snowboarding. Yep. Was he snowboarding though? I don't. I thought he was doing he golf. Was. In oh, he was golfing. golfing. Yeah, he was golfing. Oh. And he was golfing. Oh, with he was avalanche. golfing. Fell in a pond and then got or- on an and then avalanche. The avalanche you. hit while he was trying to get out of the pond. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yep. Unfortunate situation. He got pulled into this pond by swamp thing. Let's have a swamp moment thing. of silence. Anyway, so such an aggressive brand. That was aggressive. <laughs> on to uh let's start with uh the last week. I think talking about sports last week. Yeah, last week. Last week. Uh sports betting. Oh, me. I think yeah, I think That's you had me. a decent really good story. Yeah, boy. I made it very informative. I was trying to really kind of help people understand what sports wagering is all about cuz I there's all these sorts of things thrown around, spreads, over/unders, people what the heck are these people talking about? So I really kind of wanted to... I thought it was a really interesting story, especially the fact that like we got online betting approved only a couple months ago, and it's like, oh, nobody really knew about it. So um, something to bring up. It was a really interesting story. Talked to some great sources. Um, Ryan Leifler and um, Zach Hamilton, those guys were those guys were really straightforward. They they really gave a, all everything you needed to know and how much they enjoyed it. And it's, it can be a really crazy experience because, I mean, you can go from winning, like, I saw something the other day. There was um, who was going to make the, the first four shots or whatever in an NBA game in four different games. Guy bet $4. Came out of that with ten grand, nailing all four Big perfect parlay. Move. So, like, it's it's a really, like, there's a lot of people that get a lot of excitement out of it. And, I mean, I know a lot of, both of them mentioned, it brings much more excitement to the game. It brings a lot more to come and you look forward to watching. So, it was really interesting. So, I, I really put this together um, differently than I was going to expect. I also wasn't expecting to write most of it um, in a Kentucky hotel at 8 in, the, at eight at, in that night. But you know what? It, it, we got it done, and it wasn't a bad story. I will say that. Hey, not so my best, not my worst. Hey, hey. sometimes that's just how you got to get the story out. Athletic life. Yep. Got to do what you got to do. As long, yep. As oh. long as you're giving me content, I don't care I where you're writing just about from. to say that's how you pay the bills. Nah, this is definitely not how you pay the bills. I can <laughs> promise you that. <laughs> Yeah, fun. maybe for you. No, no, I just throw it in my savings and be like, "Hey, retweet." Look, I I should just start investing it because you know stocks only go well, up. Now you yeah. can so, go bet it and double it. You're right. You're right. Yep. Uh-huh. There you go. Because you know slapper. I'm always right when making predictions. Well, with your track record, <laughs> <laughs> I could sense the sarcasm in that comment. But yes, I mean, so what are our thoughts on sports betting? Do you guys? You guys ever going to get into it or? I mean, at the same time, I think in a way, everybody's kind of already been into it. If you think about it in a way, I think I can speak for all of us when I say we've all played fantasy football. Sure. That's okay. true. Has anybody had a family event where like they bet on the whole season? No. Oh, I I mean, is that is that I would consider it sports betting. Okay. I would consider it. I mean, fantasy sports is still sports. Okay. So then. Um, I've never, I've never, um, like placed a legal bet or anything. Like, I know, like, the, the, I don't think any of us have. No. No. The thing, like, with it that I feel like, and I know some of you guys could probably relate to this on my stance on it, like, I know that, like, 
there's times where it's like, yeah, this this looks like an easy way because it's like I I know what I'm talking about and I know like this this and this can happen. So it's like makes sense that you could win money off of it, but. Mm-hmm. The, the addiction part of it, not even going to I even, feel like it's going to become that. an addiction to, like, people going to the casinos, exactly. going to this place, and then they're going to be like, wait, where's all my money? Yeah. <laughs> as much as I know that I could be, I could I could make some money off of it, it's it's not worth it, especially the fact that if you start to get into that addiction part, you're going to have to climb your way out, and you're going to lose a lot of money in the process. Absolutely. So. I think, so. yeah, the biggest thing for me is uh, I think you have to go into it with a certain amount of money that you're going to spend. Like, this is what I've done with, like, my stocks and all, all that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to com- compare this a lot. I think there's a lot more of a comparison between the stock market and sports betting than I think a lot of people realize. Because mm-hmm. it's so easy to just keep putting money in. Sure, thinking, yeah. you know, you're going to money. Stocks only go up, guys. Never go down. Um, okay. And so, yeah. <laughs> That's no. the way to think about it right there. Exactly, exactly. Don't they flatline, though? And so they do go down. I know. I, I as I know, I've known with my uh, Afria stock. I was trying to be sarcastic, and you completely missed it. Uh well, they do for flatline. everyone else on the podcast. Yeah, they do flatline and go down, and then I lose money. But hey, 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 <laughs> that's just the way the stocks fall. Yeah, didn't all, you text me like the other week and say, "Dude, GameStop." I was Get so out happy. Of stock. <laughs> I was so. Because that's when it went from like forty bucks to like a hundred ninety in the middle of class. In the he middle is of class, texting me, it was Dude, insane. GameStop stock is just keep on rising and rising <laughs> well, and rising. Literally, and I'm trying to listen to like, Doctor A. Hey, hey, Roblox went up this morning. Did it? Get on oh, that now train you got now? him on his phone. Oh, oh now he's checking. See what you started. Now I'm checking. Now I'm checking. He's checking it. I mean, I didn't invest in it. That was from an anonymous source. Are you an investor in Roblox? Uh, Are you no, I'm just kidding. Okay. No, that was Brody's ghost that said that. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Here he comes. <laughs> He's haunting us because we're here without us. him. Uh-huh. The show goes on. That's what I learned uh, watching. Okay, stop that immediately. Top, yeah. <laughs> watching a Top Gear. Top Whenever, Gear? Have you top ever gear. watched that? Yeah. yeah. You, where do you get stocks from Top no, Gear? No, no, no. The show must go on. Oh. They always had those. I was like, where did you yeah. come up with ghosts, ghosts and spirits from they the, always an had automotive the f- racing yeah. show? They always had the philosophy of like something went horribly wrong with one of their hosts. Show they would on. just go, sadly, James May died in an accident. Well, <laughs> but the show must oof. go on. And then, they go, and then moment of silence. Big oof. And then they just go back to talking. Yeah. That's like what that was their uh, deal with each other. Very interesting. Or anyway, it only went up five percent. That's nothing. Okay. Not nothing like GameStop that five percent's not that terrible. Nothing like correct. GameStop that went from forty to hundred ninety in an hour. Two point seven seconds. It was insane. But yeah, anyway, anyway, back to sports betting. I could talk st- stocks all day. <laughs> uh, you have to go into it with like a certain amount of money that you're willing to spend. Sure. Yeah. And then completely cut yourself off once you've spent it. Yeah, Absolutely. and I'm not I'm not saying like anybody should not sports bet or anything from my stance. I'm saying I'm not going to Well also can you it. literally not because you're an athlete? Probably not. Exactly. I'd, I'm Pretty I'm sure, sure there's probably fifteen thousand rules against it. I mean, I'm not gonna do it not I wouldn't even Poverty. consider it until like later on in life, which I yeah. won't do it anyway. So Well, I know my grandpa does it. Yeah. He's old though. 
So. Yeah, you'd have to you have to definitely be self disciplined and say, "Hey, this is enough. Not anymore. You're not gonna blow all of your life savings yeah. on the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl." Right, and then or say, "Hey, this is the underdog vote." And then try and get as much as you can off or the underdog pull a ma- Or a mattress Mac and put a million on Houston, and then they immediately proceed to lose. Right. Well, you shouldn't have been putting money on a ghost or a cursed franchise. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he put he put like a couple million on the Astros when they won. Yeah. Well. So and he put three point six million, as stated in my article, on the Bucks. Walked out with over six mil. Who did? Mattress Mac. Oh, gotcha. He's said, a legendary he multi-million said, dollar oh. better. Good old Brendan. Oh. 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 He's got all the sound effects. Like, he does. Just bottled up into his little Ooh. body. Yep. The plethora of onomatopoeia in his bag. Mm-hmm. Just for the random moments. Anyway. So let's see. Uh, another story? Let's see. Let's he's, see. He's no, growing. We have a few, like, short stories that we talked about. Like, Brody talked about how tennis went on pause for COVID. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. I mean. I don't know. There's not a lot there to talk about. They just, they just, they did. just put on pause because they had a COVID thing. Yeah, yeah. both you, teams had a COVID thing. Yeah, sucks because they're both like they were, they were com- rolling. Yeah, they're yeah. rolling. They have yeah. like a combined one loss between. Yeah, the two but they're teams. so integrated together that it, if one goes down there, the other one's going. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I think so. it'll be interesting to see, especially how they come back, just because like we've seen teams like even mentioning Baylor. That we won the national championship when they, they came back from their COVID pro or yeah, their, like their second solid. hiatus, I should say. They were not the same team. Like no, they they were not a, a good team. That was like, oh, I don't know if Lost I like to Oklahoma pick, State in the Big Twelve. So. Yeah, so you're like, mm, I don't know about this. Yeah. So, but I mean, in the end, they're still a really good team. They can come back from this. Yeah, right. they should be able to. Doran's a top-notch head coach. So. Absolutely. He's, I think he's probably the most underrated head coach Ferris has. I would agree with wow. that statement. I'm, yeah, no, that's fair. I would agree that with take. that statement. Yeah, so. tennis doesn't. I mean, there's a lot of sports that don't get the credit they yeah. deserve for their success. Tennis is one of them. Yeah, and it, and it's just it's not because like we just we, nobody likes tennis or anything like that. It's just it's just a pretty small. Yeah, like it's hard. Well, one, in, yeah, I wouldn't call it necessarily just an individualized sport, but it's not like you're not going to be <sighs> sitting on sitting on your couch on a on a Sunday afternoon waiting for tennis to come yeah, on. Right. You exactly. Know, it's just it's just that's the nature of the sport. It's not as exciting of a sport as football, where people are running into each other full Top out of speed. steam, helmets hitting, jukes or and touchdowns, dunks or basketball. And yes, so. dunks. Yeah. I'm, I don't know why people like baseball. I'll be honest. Baseball? Well, yeah. it's just to see. Like, I'd rather go play baseball this. than watch. Oh baseball. yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. I would say that for sure. Know. I'm not a big fan of it. So go. I think there's a difference between going and watching a baseball game at a ballpark than it is than watching it on a television. Absolutely, I would much agree with that. Much bigger difference, and it sh- it doesn't seem like it should be. It's a much it's different a ball whole game. different ball game. I guess I don't. know. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my word. Way. So we got the onomatopoeia master, the pun master, and then we have you, the, me and the ghost. <laughs> you and, you the, and ghost. the ghost. <laughs> so Great show, great show. Great show. High quality. You're the mastermind high. behind it all because you can run all this stuff, though. Hey, I ran yeah. it pretty good for the one day you weren't here. Well. It, did, it didn't completely suck. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. Yeah, but think think about this, Brandon. Brandon here, no worries, mastermind. 
Me. You here. Oh my gosh, Barrett, I need your help. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I had no clue what uh, I was doing. Come back if you'd like. Um, I don't really need you. Just tell me what to do. Exactly. <laughs> I don't need your help. That's I just need you to help me. That was that was the most great example you could have ever said. You're welcome. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Next story. <laughs> volleyball. Uh, ending of the season on a high note. Yeah. Sweeps to end the year. Which mm-hmm. they really did too. I mean, what especially sweeping, sweeping from a winter sport to a fall slash springish whatever we played. Um, it just really goes to show that the girls grinded down and were able to take a little extra months to get prepared, get ready to play these spring games, even though it was shorter. But they still all played impactful, and I think a lot of them are still coming back to have another good run in the fall, which will be amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see how um, how this how this team's gonna do in the tournament. Just because we've we've really like there's games that we've lost, but then there's I don't know about you guys, but there's when I look at the other teams in the GLIAC, there's like I can see us beating every team. Yeah, like that's just exactly. I, that's I just, think that, like I the way I've watched them play, how they respond, especially when they're down, like. There's a there's a good chance that we can we can beat at all these teams. I think it goes to correlation too that you want to say is that volleyball is a lot like not excuse me is a not like a lot of other sports where you can beat anybody on paper or even while you're watching the game. But then like you take football for example, there's always that one person that you know that like is above the other team. There's like our volleyball team and the whole. Somebody help me. What am I trying to say? The the whole GLIAC as a whole, thank goodness, it popped in my head. But the whole GLIAC as a whole, in terms of volleyball, is pretty evenly matched all the way around of all the teams. Oh, I, I think you could. I think I, I see what you're saying. There's not there's not the necessary top um, dog of all of them. You don't have a single person takeover exactly. like other sports can. I can I can see that. So you have to you have to have chemistry. And there's a this team has a lot of it. I mean, we got. And I mean, we still have fantastic players that are considerably like the top dogs of the team. I mean, Katie O'Connell and um, uh, Nina Gorzievsky, our mm-hmm. first team Ogliak, and then I think uh, Kaylee Matt was uh, honorable mention. I think so. I think so. Yeah. In the in their latest, um, I think I think Sam got snubbed, but I mean that's just my own opinion. Yeah, so Sam got snubbed. I, I, think, I agree. I, I would. I I think there was too many other people to highlight from other teams, so you can't you can't stack the board with all dogs. We get we get that, but still. Sam got snubbed. I'll say it. Anyway, but it'll be exciting to see how this team does in the tournament. I think this is a, a really good recap story. I mean, of course, Brody, the, the recap king, as quoted by Garrett Stack. I mean, it was me who wrote it, but, you know, okay. Wait, you, you wrote wait, it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a Brendan Sanders oh, article. Oh, yeah. snap. But, okay, pop off. Oh, the ghost got me. Oh, my goodness. I'm <laughs> dead in your head. You got in I'm your dead. head there. I wrote it, and I, I read it, no. and it was pretty similar to, to Brody's, and I was like, oh. Oh, I thought it was Brody. I didn't even look. I'm sorry, Brendan. It's like they're the same person. I think he said, Brendan, you wrote both. I think Garrett said in the meeting, Brendan, you wrote both these stories, right? And I tried to say, like, oh, no. And then he just kept going. Didn't even acknowledge. <laughs> yeah, I, I do remember that. So anyway, I was like, shout out to and Shout out to Dr. Sack if he's, he's listening. Yeah, if, he's, if he listens. He should join us on this show one time. Dude, that would actually be pretty he cool. Just, he could to... defend his Wayne Gretzky as the ultimate goat debate. True. He's a big hockey guy I've oh, picked yeah. up yeah. on. And yeah. Yeah, I'd love to hear why. 
Uh, I think this is an invitation if you're listening. Yeah, yeah if you end up listening. Quote, unquote, he says he listens in class. So, therefore, if there. he's listening, this is his Feel invitation free. to step in. Feel free to come in and talk about how freezing cold our takes can be. Freezing cold? They can be pretty freezing cold. What? So. As we're talking about hockey. As we're talking about hockey. Haha, ha, funny pun boy. Okay, boy. start smiling now. You know, what you're, doing, okay? I, I did. You know what you were so, doing. He tried so hard to just say, I wasn't trying to do that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, fourth story. Boston. Hi. Lions. Great. My beautiful Lions article. Explain yeah. your drift. So stuff. you want to just jump right into the draft picks? Yeah, pretty okay. much. I think that's, that's probably every, that's, that's what probably what the wants. biggest one is anyway. That's what everyone yeah. wants. So if you're not gonna draft defense and focus on that, you have to go a number one receiver. And Detroit just doesn't have that. There's gonna be so many that are gonna fall at their seven pick that they absolutely either need to go after. Which I I think I have three in the top five that I've posted. And two. I have two. I two. didn't put I didn't put Waddle in there. Nope. nope. Okay. Good. I, I, think I, I swear, if I would have another Alabama player in there, I would have slapped you. <laughs> okay. The one only reason the only reason three, I put four. I put to argue I put one Ooh. offense and one defense because at this rate, all five of them are arguably gonna go before seven. Yeah. I can. Wait, I mean, how many did you say go before seven? Arguably, all five of them could go before seven. Well, let's see. Jamar Chase. Okay. Yeah, should probably I, I go. I would say four out of the. Which, Which one? one do you not think will go? Certain. 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 Yeah, I don't think it'll go. Yeah, I, would, I would argue that. I think the only the only way would be um a trade Atlanta, up or somebody. Atlanta getting absolutely swamped. They they panic and they just take a, a pick. I think Sertain, that's going to be a, be a draft pick to see because nobody knows what Atlanta's going to do right there at four. No, yeah. they don't even know what they're doing. Yet. Yeah, no, I don't think they don't so. know if they're going to take a quarterback. They don't know if they're going to stoop up Matt Ryan. Yeah, I mean he's got like a how much like a forty million dollar dead cap hit next year, and yeah. the guy's on the tail end of his career. Like they brought Arthur Smith in for a reason. He's yeah. he's he did Unless it with watch them be like the sneaky team or whatever and trade Matt Ryan, draft a quarterback, and then. Yeah, <laughs> that would destroy this whole draft right there. But my Man. argument was: is Detroit let Kenny Galladay go to the Giants? Marvin Jones Stupid. is gone, and I think their top top receiver right now is um, Tyrell Williams. Tyrell Williams, and that's, that's not, not a good top receiver at all. If you've watched him in no the Chargers versus he's a good, and he's Oakland. a good complimentary piece. He's a, yeah, he's I, a good receiver three two, but he's not a number one. Yeah, I don't. I looked at what he Oakland used him in the wrong way. They they really had him as the hyper aggressive like. He's going to take all the targets type of guy, especially with Aguilar playing pretty pretty poorly when he came in. He's now become a pretty pretty solid player, but I mean. And then they still have Quintus Cephas, who was coming on last year with Stafford's connection. Um, he's going to be a good rookie, but he's still not a number one. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. He was the seventh round pick. Yeah. So. I just seventh, sixth maybe. It might have been with sixth. Jared Goff, I mean, either way, you're you're not going to sit there and hand the ball to DeAndre Swift twenty four seven. And you need someone to throw to that's going to be the big target, big guy. And that's why I said... And that's why he has Jamar Chase Jamar number one. Jamar Chase is going to be number one. He's the argu- he's arguably the best receiver in this whole draft. I'm sorry, yeah. Devontae Smith. You are a great intangible, but I also feel like you're going to get broken Small. in the NFL. Small man. And that's the same thing with Jalen Waddle. I mean, he had so many injuries in Alabama, and I think that's why he missed my cut at five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's my take. LSU won Jamar Chase. That's fair enough. I think he's probably gone before Lions pick at, what, seven? Yeah. I think he's yeah. either going to go to Cincinnati or Miami. 
Exactly. No, yeah. Cincinnati's going to either decide. I mean, they 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 either take Cincinnati's going to have a tough pick because if Jamar Chase and Swinnell are on that board, they take. They better take Swinnell. Do you protect Burrow or do you give Burrow that connection he had at LSU? Why is Burrow most possibly not playing next season? Because they couldn't protect him. That's a fair point. So right. that's why if they don't take so well, they have no there. number one receiver this, either. This so. is the thing about Cincinnati is to the point where they're digging themselves out of the dumpster. Absolutely. Are you going to keep the fan base happy and you're going to keep your new star franchise quarterback happy? Well, like because Jamar Burrow Chase. wants Chase. Yeah, right. And he's already come out and publicly I mean, and said it. It's not like it's not like they're just throwing away. Like there's plenty. There's plenty of depth at tackle in oh, this draft. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, and they definitely. still have a lot of free agents on that yeah, tackles. They, they can that probably they get. get a couple guys, or like you could get a Pro Bowl tackle. That yeah, right off but the I'm bat, saying, like, like Sowell is going to be Chase, true. and they have the option that literally replaces AJ Green like yeah. that. With, okay, the, with the depth in this draft, whatever the Bengals do, they're going to go the opposite in round two because both exactly. of them are deep enough where that's going to be. So they take absolutely. receiver next round, they're going tackle. So why wouldn't you take? Versa. To me, first round p- offensive lineman most of the time, if they're going to be a first round pick. The best offensive linemen are first-round picks. I would agree. True. But then there's also those sneaky ones. That sneaky, come in. but why risk it? When you're when you're the Bungles, you go after Sewell because, yeah, I call them the Bungles. Because, Bungalow? No, because they bungle every playoff situation they're in. So uh, He's also a Steelers fan. I, I witnessed it firsthand in that 2015 <laughs> this playoff is game. This is coming back out because he's a Steel Curtain fan. I mean, yeah. we don't have to talk about... Um, what was it, week 14 last year? Okay, so, yeah, year. yeah, they didn't bungle that one, but, you know, they, they <laughs> the weren't Steelers in the playoffs. Bungled that the one. Yeah. They really did. They weren't in the playoffs either. But then I also, I think I have, what, Micaiah Parsons at two? That's a good one. That's a good choice. I would choice. say, arguably, that would be a game changer on their defense if they added him, because then he's getting, well, I think they still have Gerard Davis, Jamie Collins. They do not have Gerard Davis. They don't? No. Oh, no, he left. Mm-hmm. He left. He went to the Jets. Mm-hmm. I forgot. That's the funny thing you brought that up. The one, only thing I have a knock on Parsons is the fact that every time I look at his tape, it reminds me of Gerard Davis. Yeah. Gerard Davis turned out to be garbage yeah but i think micaiah so, parsons is more athletic more intelligent he is he's not necessarily as much he's more intelligent he has more speed he can be a little bit extinctive but not as, not as davis bad as go davis. To college davis yeah went to florida went to florida i Which think penn we, state's a better no program. We, we also have terrible track record with drafting gators absolutely tabor was terrible and, and that's then why Gerard davis was well yeah. you should have never taken tabor in no, the first place never you drafted, drafted a tabor. No, uh, you a drafted pick. a corner that ran a four six five forty and you thought oh yeah let's take him in the second round i think another one that was arguably that i could have put on the top five was kyle pitts especially with his last twitter posts yeah. but i don't think yeah. detroit needs a tight end no, we have TJ Hawkinson. So. We yeah. have, I think, Jesse James still. No. Jesse James Jesse left. Jesse James yes. left, but Josh Hill came in. Josh Hill, with, yes. And Josh Hill in. is arguably just like another TJ Hawkinson's. No. Yes. No, he's a good sec- he's, second. He's I, I wouldn't say he's another Hawkinson. He's, he's not a, like I'm not saying Hawkinson level, but I'm saying the production that you're going to get like running pass blocking the same level. He's a good comp. He's a good complimentary tight end. He's like better he, than what Jesse James was. He was yeah. the guy. Yes, Should have never taken Jesse James no. either. Jesse that James contract is, was terrible. That was a stupid. I can't move. even get started on that freaking oh, oh, contract. Yeah. Stupid. I could have told you. You're welcome, Brendan. You. We, we just absolutely took that from oh, you. Oh, I half of those contracts that Patricia signed were absolute garbage. The man couldn't even catch a game-winning pass against the Patriots without, you know, screwing it up. So, I think that ball got tipped like four times, too. 
Yeah, it's I don't yeah I don't know. That's mm. just a, I I wouldn't if Pitts was still there. I can see where it's like yeah he's dropping and you can you can maybe make a case because I mean we could we could run him on the in almost off off the line as, yeah, a, as a slot he tight has end. A tan, he has the talent athleticism. So that's just another out. weapon. And he but. wants to pair up with TJ Hawkinson and come to Detroit, but that's also not gonna say hey. He said that. Yeah, he tweeted that, dude. Did you not see the tweet? No, dude. I'm looking that up right now. Go you on keep the tweet. Talking. I keep okay. promise you. So, so then I think at three, I, would, I had Justin Fields as a quarterback. Yeah, all oh. right. So here's what you should have done. You should have put Pitts. If you're, Pitts probably was a smarter pick than Fields. I only said Fields, and this is kind of based off of you, but not at, at fully. Yeah. I think arguably after Trevor Lawrence at number one, I arguably think raw talent wise, most intelligent, the next best quarterback is, is Justin correct. Fields, but everybody is passing on him. That's correct. There is so much pass on him at this moment in time that I think he could easily fall to seven and Detroit needs to grab him if he's there. I would say that. I would give up a first round receiver. I'd give up anything if Justin Fields is on the board at seven. If know. Justin Fields is available at seven. Are you going to first take him without question, or are you going to make calls? I would hear calls I, and I, see honestly, what I'm getting offered, but I'm not going to physically make a call if I was the if owner. Patriots, uh, Patriots, if the owner, what are the, the Patriots going to give me? I don't know. Think about it. What are give the Patriots? What do the Patriots have to offer Bill at this Belichick. point? No. Okay. No. Give you more draft picks to help your rebuilding and okay. You the fall Patriot, back four the spots. Patriots have like literally crap draft picks in this draft. Fifteen's not terrible. I mean, yeah, but they're all late round picks. Let's see. Because yeah. of all their trades that they've been doing. I mean, if you I think the okay, the I think one, the only player that they can give me is either Chase Winovich no, and no, not, Stephen Gilmore. You're not going after Those are the only two people that they can give me. They're not gonna give you players if they're no, trading. Because their guards that. are too old. We they don't get enough players from them anyway. That's what I'm saying. That's the Patriots I wouldn't I just don't have any trust in any of their players. Here's what I, I think we should I don't know why we aren't talking at Denver. Denver needs a quarterback. Why they'll move up two spots to get him if he's still on the board or anybody. Even yeah, if Lance is on the board, they'll take him. And we could trade down to nine. I think though, that's if you two look, picks. And I mean, Carolina's not going quarterback anymore. I they think just arguably Darnold. the first three. So now first we got, three picks are going to be quarterbacks. Right. I think so. so because I think you got. If they, I swear, if Mac Jones goes in the top three, then you have and Fields doesn't. That would, that'll be interesting. I, you have what? Trevor Lawrence is going to go to BS Jacksonville. If that happens. Who's you know, two? Who's second pick? The Jets? Jets are taking Wilson. Jets are going to take Zach Wilson. And San Francisco just traded up. Yep. So, so the question is, are they taking Mac Jones, Trey Lance, or Justin Fields? They are looking at Fields at a second pro day. Good. That and is I, official. That they I've heard be. that. But so. I've also heard a lot of connections between Mac Jones and San Francisco. Yeah, that's, that's why Brendan's stu- probably that's made that. Mac Jones fits that's a smoke Shanahan's system. system. He's going to be a better Jimmy Garoppolo. Is it, that means that he's going no, to want a new Garoppolo. I don't Garoppolo. think he's even a better Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's worse than Garoppolo. Whoa! At least, really? stays, at least he stays on the field. At okay. least he can stay healthy. Yeah. yeah. You guys realize? Wait a sec. You guys realize if the only thing holding Garoppolo back is the fact that he's injury prone. Ah, uh, uh, he did go to the Super Bowl the one only season he stayed healthy. Okay. Okay. How many of the I games did he win? By himself as the quarterback, I don't, or was it the running attack of the four-headed monster? Not that to took mention him there? that defense that was literally. And you mean to tell me game. that Mac Jones is a better option than what? 
We're not. We're, mean, not, we're not no. saying we're he's not a saying better that option here. at the start. We're saying he's talent wise better. No, he's literally not. That's what I'm see- saying. It's a smoke screen. Both, it has to be a smoke screen if the, Mac Jones is going to three. That man. At three, I would argue yes. It has to be a smoke screen. I would say at three, yes. But later, I guarantee he's going to be a stud. Uh, no. I don't think he's going to be the bust that everyone says he is. I, you want to know the bust I think everyone is? Who? Trey Lance, I think, is going to be that bust. Well, yeah, that, one, that one's pretty easily given because of the lack of experience. Absolutely. And I mean, he's, got the, he's got a different skill set. I think. And I, it's going to be. I, I could see. Any team that want is going to probably take Lance. Likely, it's going to have a placeholder in place. Yeah, right. That, absolutely. Because he needs grooming. He's going to be before he's going to if he's going to be. He's going to be a Tua that sits on the bench for a little bit until he's able to go. Mm-hmm. I say Mac I, Jones and Lance are, you know, four four and five, and uh, they're both late first round prospects to me. I would agree. I don't think they're top fives. I don't think they're top 10 or even 15. Who's, uh, who's not top 15? Trey Lance and Mac Jones. Neither of them are top 15. I okay. say arguably Mac Jones is a top 15. Trey Lance, I don't believe so. You're higher on Mac Jones than Trey Lance. Correct. Okay. Uh, I would also say, though, if you go back to you know, the, the drafting, you got Jags, Jets, San Francisco, all given they're probably taking quarterbacks. San Francisco has another option, though, too. If they don't take a quarterback and they ride with Jimmy G, are they boosting Jimmy G's moral with a receiver? They're getting Kyle Pitts, or are they focused on that defense a little bit more? That's another interesting thing that San Francisco's going to take. If they took Pitts, I would feel like there's going to be a conflict. With George Kittle. Well, yeah, that that's the majority. Of the, that's going to make a conflict in vision as far as between... Absolutely. What the 49ers are going to become compared to what they are now. Right. And they I'm take... just throwing Pitts out as a top name. That's all I'm doing. Okay. I'm not saying that they're going to or I think they're that going one, to. That wouldn't make sense to me. No, would... not at all. No, I don't, but then I don't you know. got Atlanta at four, like we talked about. And I think I've seen two, three mock drafts where Atlanta throws a swing ball. A what? A swing ball, a curveball, whatever. Oh, okay. To New England. <laughs> and New England trades up and takes Justin Fields. I have seen that in multiple drafts. And I don't know if the Patriots what they would give to get up to Atlanta at four. That my thing of this is is Patriots trading to try to get up to Justin Fields. I don't I don't see what they have to give up. They don't have a lot to give up. And if they are, it's going to be a Stilfen Gilmore trade or it's going to be. They're not going to give players. Yeah, it's going to. That's all it's going to be. It's going to be either one of their top players or it's going to be every single one of their draft picks that they have left. Because I don't see them having a whole lot of draft. Like, well, like the capital. Pa- the Patriots are a team that. They like they they firmly believe that they're playing chess while everyone's playing checkers. Oh, absolutely! Because they're gonna throw these things out there like uh, Bill Belichick shaking his head, or Mac Jones man overthrow. Everyone's just like, oh, he doesn't like Mac Jones, and that's, that's what he wants you to think. And I then was, he's gonna be at fifteen, and then he's gonna take him, and then that's he's gonna, what I'm thinking. He's gonna, gonna put his hand up, he's gonna leave the draft for room, and Nike's gonna be sitting in the chair looking like a genius with glasses on, yeah. and everyone's gonna that's be like, not, we got duped again. I would oh, yeah, be, I Jones. would not be shocked if all this hearsay talks and. Trey Lance or Mac Jones for sure drop down and he's in New England's handprint and they go 
okay, you're coming to New England, and that's what they wanted all along. Yep. That's that's what they do. Like they're they're notably into that. They don't make as many trades as some other teams do. But right. Who's like, got the fifth pick in this draft? Cincy. Cincy. Cincinnati so, is. Yeah, and that because be... they're going to take either the receiver or guard or tackle that yeah. we were talking about. Yep. And then you got the Dolphins who are going to do arguably the same thing. Yeah, I I, I would anticipate that they're going to. I think they're going to protect Tua more than anything. Really, I'm almost going to say the opposite. But the receiver, go I would say they have to go playmaker. Then they could go you're, Smith. You're now going to put Tua in the spot where it's like, okay, if ah. you can't win with this, we're gonna we're gonna move on from you. It's going to make it easier for the franchise, I would, and you're going to okay. load up on line later. I would agree. I would agree with that. And plus, so, I mean, if Devontae I mean, if Devontae if, Smith is there again, it's just that college connection with exactly. Tua and him. And I think they've also both came back and said, "Let's run it back." Yeah, exactly. So, it, it, I mean, if De, I mean, I'm assuming Devontae Smith would be their guy there. I mean, they might take Chase, but I think Chase, if he's off the board, then they have to go to Devontae Smith. Yeah. But if Chase is on, if it, it's between Devontae Smith and Chase, you're gonna make Tua happy, and you're gonna draft Devontae Smith. Most likely, yes. Devontae Smith, arguably. Yeah, I mean, the thing that you could maybe make an argument with is that Miami doesn't have a pure possession receiver that Chase is. Right. So there you can make that argument. But, I mean, then again, it's like the – Devontae Smith's route running is just something They still special. have Devontae Parker, don't they? Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, arguably he could still be that position, but not entirely. Yeah, he's he's kind of more of a flexible guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could make the, the argument there. I and mean, then you, you could got, always use more. And then, you obviously, we have seven in Detroit, and we have no idea – if they're going to focus on offense or defense. We can go 17 defense. different routes and no one's going to be – no one's not going to be happy. <laughs> I will say I am happy with this new general manager. I think he's a lot better than Bob Quinn in every aspect of what he's done the first few weeks he's been there. Yeah. Especially fixing contracts, fixing the culture, changing all these players coming in. I think it's going to be something interesting and I'm excited to see what happens, but I'm also not holding my breath. Mm-hmm. especially with what we've dealt with Patricia for three years and Bob Quinn just always screwing it up. I think it's going to take a hot minute to understand what we're going to get out of them. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting. And I, there's a lot of, a lot of rumors that are going to be going around. Cause because, I mean, well, right. And because obviously, and I say this because obviously he can't just come in and say, okay, free agent here, free agent here, free agent here, free agent here. You're not. That's just not how that works. I'm sorry. You had to fix all this draft capital, so you are able to do that in the future. And you had to fix all this cap space, all the players that are negative, cha- like holding you down from the Patricia era. And yet, it's going to take the capital to redo that because it's just difficult when you just basically go, okay, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone, and try to bring people back in. Mm-hmm. And I, I think my article, I think I had like 16 or 17 different names, and that was just minimal of all the people that had left. Mm-hmm. I, I think I focused on the bigger names that everybody would know about. Yeah. And there's still, I mean, half the coaches, the whole coaching staff has changed. And that's a factor of bringing in a new GM, bringing in a new head coach, getting their systems down. And then the Matthew Stafford era is over. Yeah. See, not Jared Goff. It's just, it'll be interesting, and we'll see where it goes from here, and hopefully they can start getting on a yeah better I, rebuild for once. I would once. say that um, where the Lions are at, of course, I would be okay with being at seven, and we take, I mean, 
It's a little high. I mean, uh, it's a little bit, a little high for a receiver because it's always deep every year to the point where it's like, do you really want to go there at the beginning? Like the the probability you'll hit on a receiver later is bigger than other positions. Chase is obvious is an obvious choice, and hopefully that would work out there. I mean. You could make the argument for maybe Jalen Waddle as well because we're probably going to lose Danny Amendola at some point. So that you're going to need a speedy guy in the slot. But, I mean, I would not honestly be opposed to trading back and and trying to get some capital too because, I mean, I've obviously, like, there, there we have so many different, like, needs to the point where it's like, yeah, we can just trade back and then we'll... It, get an fate, extra pick or two. And, where we're going to yeah. go because, I, I would mean, agree. I mean, you could even go back to, like, in the... 1817 range maybe make a deal with like the Raiders or something or the Raiders like, oh no Derek Carr broke his leg where we don't have Mark oh we need a quarterback and they trip to seven or whatever and then you have pick like what I don't know what is it 17 18 it's like you got plenty of great wide receivers going to be available at that spot Kadarius Tony's going to be there Elijah Moore's going to be there Rondell well, Moore's going to be there you could wait till the second round to get a wide receiver too right so a, I, there's there's so many different ways we can go with this I don't there's I just speaking argue, from if we, experience if we screw this with up, the Steelers I just Spe- argued before you go your experience with your Steelers. I don't mean to cut you second off. Second round draft picks for wide receivers. I understand way to that. Go. I know you always do it great. I was Every just time. arguing the fact that we need a number one, and if we're at seven and we don't trade back, the top number one prospects are going to be our brand new number one. That's a guy that's going to start day one, and he's going to have to earn to lose his spot, if that makes sense. Earn to lose. Drafting wide receivers in the second round works 75 percent of the time before you do this again i always love how he correlates he correlates all his like the statistics and all his like what what my team team does this the best that's why i'm the best brendan is this we did win six super bowls my question for you six more than we or they six more than we are they go ahead brandon we are they where are you taking a quarterback you're gonna need one next year probably Mm. yeah with ben's kneecaps that's why because we're gonna tra- bite them off. No, we don't play them this year. <laughs> that's why your Trey Lance can dr- drop to us. You want Trey Lance twenty? I I think that's Trey a fair Lance move. will not 24. drop at twenty. Twenty four? I don't. I don't know. He's, he's gonna not gonna fall. be on the board. There's then no way no he's one. on the board. I'd rather. What are the quarterbacks I'd after the top five? I heard somebody. Um, no one good. Who? Nobody. Trask. Trask. Is I was there, gonna say Florida's Trask kid, but I'd have, I don't. Like I don't. Trask heard might fall in the round three. I don't like Trask. I mean, I don't know any quarterbacks outside of those um, top six. So there's um, there's the the Davis. What is his name? David Mills or Davis Mills or whatever from Stanford. Not he's, that good. He's Not pretty much good. your standard pocket passer yeah. and so, average guy. There's no one really. So you know what I'd rather do if we can't get a top one of the is it four. Top five, yeah. Top five. If you throw Mac Jones, five. top five. If we have one, can't get one of five. Back. Even though I don't want Mac Jones, I don't want him. I'd rather take one of the okay. four. Uh, I'd rather roll with what we have, which we have Ben, Mason Rudolph, and Dirty Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> I can't believe you guys didn't keep Duck. He's I not. can't believe that was keep great. Him either. What do you mean? I mean, he's a good personality, but you right. realize the man couldn't throw an out route out. Past fifteen yards. So it keeps I think happy. the Steelers' biggest he, he need if they stay at twenty-four, running back. Oh yeah, I'd love say to what? get Harris. Biggest need for Steelers at twenty-four is a running back. I'd argue, I'd he, argue in the same yes. uh, area. Yes, 
because James Conner is not what James Conner used to be. Because he, well, no, he, he had a one-year of fame, and that's it. He's getting banged up. Well, yeah. No. And then I, I mean, don't know guys, who they I, have It'd be interesting if later in the year you turn the reins over to Benny or um, um, third guy, McFarlane. Well, considering McFarlane? James Conner is a free agent right now. Yeah, you that don't even mean that have him. we wouldn't be turning the reins over later in the season. You turn it over day one. Yeah, day one. So, but with outside, yeah. hey, outside of Harrison and Annette, who is the top running back? Etn. Etn. That's all uh, I'm at. Yeah. Etn doesn't fit that. I'd rather mold. go. I don't think that he fits that Sermon. system at all. Trey Sermon. Hopefully, get him second, third round. Of course, Brendan picks an Ohio State running back. It's a Brendan Sanders. It's a Brendanism. It's a Brendanism. That makes sense. Blame that. Mark it down. Write in. Write in pen. No, but honestly, I'd stay. I'm in the same philosophy. But you know where? Why we've sucked so bad at running? Because you no. don't focus on it at all anymore. Exactly. Mm. You focus on and throwing game. the ball. Exactly. And but you also didn't. You, no, you, got, you know, you did you resign Juju for a consider year. Consider turning into Tennessee. How does a run game become successful? Agree. Running the ball. Well, having a good time. running. Back. <laughs> yeah. Having a good running back. <laughs> that, or having a good offensive line. Good offensive line. Which I mean, good you arguably do. Good run coordinator. Good scheme. You fit. arguably have a good offensive line. We we have David DeCastro. Good. At the moment, good, yeah, good, good. Pouncy retired. Yeah, that's yeah. That's... Villanueva, free agent. Yeah, but well, he might come back. He might. He's he's been in the system so long. He might come back on a small deal for one year. We've lost. Then retire, all, especially our, if he doesn't get interest from other teams. All our offensive linemen are either free agents or retired. So, so that also that's makes why you correlate. You have to go offensive line. That's why, or yeah, I'd yeah. go. I think we're gonna go offensive line. Should go. Oh, and this is the thing, like too. You can snag a guy like probably. You could probably snag a guy like even uh, Michael Carter in the you know later round like? two, which is going to be a uh, great. And the only reason that his stock's so low is because he had to share touches half the time. You know who I want to go after? Who? Besides Trey Sermon, I swear Sermon to God, if he says Ohio State, no. somebody again. Someone he's gonna pick someone Master I Teague in twenty twenty two. No, I, he's too slow. Uh, did Brendan Sanders just say a negative thing about Ohio State play? Oh, yeah. Yes, no, he's not yes, a good, he did. He's not an NFL. That's prospect. not a Brendanism. That is an unBrendanism. That's an unBrendanism. <laughs> this guy, offensive ta- left tackle for Alabama, Alex Leatherwood. Alex Leatherwood. That's I thought a he played center. Interesting nope. take. He's a he's a. I think he played tackle. center one game. He Did they he? had to move over. Okay, I that would make sense. I'm a fan of him. Alex Bit Leatherwood. One, that name, Alex Leatherwood. That's an that screams solid offensive lineman <laughs> right off the bat. Nice. So, second big guy played. Pretty good pass protector. I like him. I'd take him. Okay. Either what's his, first what's or his size? Round. What's his size? Six five three twelve. Jeez. Yeah, big guy. That's a big guy. Or there was another guy. The same guy that tore his ACL I th- and then no, he ended up doing cartwheels at his pro day. That's Thinks. the center. No, that, that, that was, was the center. A, that was yeah. the actual. That's Alabama what probably center. I'm thinking. And that's of. where I've I've seen Steelers taking him too in a yeah. in mock drafts. Him. There's plenty of good. Or, I mean, offensive linemen at Alabama always are going to ring true because their running game runs through everybody every year. So it it, it makes sense. So. Well, here we, there's another guy, Deontay Brown. This Ooh. man, big boy. For Al- I want an offensive lineman from Alabama because their offensive lineman last year was insane. Yeah, big man right here, Deontay Brown, six three, 
350 pounds. Oh, my lanta. Big boy. Are you saying Mikai Put him in at guard. 2.0? Put him in at guard. Let him go forward. <laughs> Let him go forward. Let him go, go forward. forward. 300, 350 plus with a full head of steam. Exactly. Running straight at you. Figure from the out how to make get him and just put him in at guard. Tell him to move. That's like the classic, uh, what is what is Todd McShay's quote, whatever. You need $20, $20 a cab fare to get around him type of guy. You exactly, know? exactly. That's funny. I saw him in the national championship, and I was like, oh, my God. I want that guy. He's so large. <laughs> He's so large. <laughs> He's so large. Our defensive tackle can't stand a chance. Uh, He's eating that man. That's funny. So no, I think Steelers offensive line. It makes sense. Yeah, that's it, where it, it I makes go. sense. I think there's plenty. There's going to be probably plenty of options to tackle at that point. You're not going to get Slater or Sewell, but you're going to get a pretty solid guy. I mean, there's exactly. what North Dakota State guy Reds. He's okay. Tevin yeah. Jenkins is rising up. He's pretty good. Uh, yeah. There's some other guys. I like too. Leatherwood. You like Leatherwood. I like Leatherwood's Leatherwood. good player. Leatherwood. Exactly. Oh, uh, I Alex mean, just the name. That's a 1970s style punch him in the neck kind of why the offensive neck? line. Why, yeah, why the, the, neck? Adam, the Adams the jugular. Apple. Yep. Well, one story from <laughs> punch him in the Adams <laughs> wow. apple. Okay. That's what I was uh, in middle school football. One of my friends, defense or friends, guys I know, still talk to. He came up to me on the off as like an offensive lineman or whatever, and I was like just practicing on the defensive line. He comes up to me and growls, "I'm gonna punch you in the Adam's apple," <laughs> as he's in his three-point stance. <laughs> I almost laugh, ever. thinking, "Okay, bud, that play snap gets gone. You know where I'm punched in the, <laughs> in the Adam's <laughs> apple." The man stayed true. I 100%. At least he forewarned you, though. He forewarned me that, yes. He lived up to his word. He lived up to his word I'm that he was going to. I'm going to stick my four knuckles right I'm going to punch you in the Adam's apple. And Hut, <laughs> gone. Come, just knocks me out of the play as I'm trying to breathe. Like, <laughs> yeah, Brendan was like, I don't know I whether like, to start oh, choking just or happened. dying. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened. My throat is in my. Wait. My throat <laughs> is in my mouth. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, took a turn. Art is a absolute Way. wonderful, beautiful Brendan Sanders fan story once again. Once again, as always. And I think that's a great way to end it. I can't think of a better way to end it than nope. getting punched in the Adam's apple like I know Alex Leatherwood would do. So, <laughs> all right, everybody. Beautiful. Another awesome. fantastic episode. We will be right back. We only have a few more episodes before season one ends. Wow, that's a, that's quick. I know. Wah, wah, wah. Sucks, but you know what? We're going to go and we're going to end it on the highest note possible. We're going to get to summer. We're going to get to summer and we're going to talk and talk and talk. Marathon episode. Final day. Really? It's gonna, no, I don't know. 20, 26.2 I'm speaking hours? out of my butt right now. Uh, what, your I, butt talks? <laughs> I mean, when it picks Ohio State to win the national championship in the, in the tournament, uh, yes, apparently one. I do. So, yes, you walked look, into that one. I'm sorry. Oh, I gave it, gave it to you. So soft, slow pitch, softball over the plate. Mm -hmm. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right. So great. I'm Brennan Sanders. Brandon Worth. Austin Arquette. And we will see you in the next episode.